Hey, and welcome to another edition of the Rugby Report Card. Uh, with me this week is... Bl- ah, no, 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 Blake this week. It is with great pleasure that I get to uh, welcome uh, back from his overseas trip uh, re- uh, is Jim. How are you, mate? I'm back, baby. Yeah. Um, How was your trip? Uh, I hear it was uh, doing some research on better quality T-shirts was one suggestion that I heard, and another one was... <laughs> Where did you hear that? Is that you coming up with that? It's definitely not me. You know, I think that might have been Blake's uh, Blake's line, not to throw anyone under the bus. But uh, oh, that's that's funny, man. That's funny. Uh, how was the honeymoon, mate? Unreal, mate. Um, it was exceptional, but you know, all of that was a ruse. If I'm honest with you, what really? I really ah, oh, mate, I was on I was on a trip to Europe to try and get some Aussie players back for the World Cup. That's what I was doing. Just this, this is a, this is fantastic. This is a scoop. We're on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night, should I say? This is a scoop. Who you got coming back, mate? Who have you managed to get back to to pull on the sky blue of the Tarzan? It was. I, I can't say anything right now. Um, contractually and legally, it would cause problems. Mate, but all I can say is, get ready, boys. Mate, we're, among, we're amongst friends here. We're amongst if, friends. Come on. If my chickens come home to roost. Um, and the and the fruits of my labour sweeten, and the seeds grow tall. Um, I'm predicting a uh, a semi final victory. This, mate, you still haven't given me a name, man. I'm disappointed by the end. I of can't the- contractually, legally, the whole thing goes under if I say anything. But look, I did a secret trip, the checker trip. Eddie was calling it. He was calling me checker for the month I was over there. Um, it's all good, mate. Get excited. I'll break it here when it happens. I'll break it right here for us. Well, you hit it for here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Jim is going to be bring us a big scoop soon, you know, with a with a huge return. So, where is Blake? Where is that bloke? Oh, mate, you just couldn't be bothered. He, he said basically he doesn't want to get outshone by you again. You know, he's he's enjoyed ruling the roost over the last couple of weeks and didn't he didn't want to feel inferior to you, so he decided he needed a week off. Uh, looking forward to catch up. Nah, but seriously, he is quite sick, I imagine. Um, and the, that shit's going around, man. There are people dropping around all around me. Mate, you sound like you've got a bit of a cold. You're still here. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, you know what? You're right. Dead set, you're right. How's the Super Rugby been? What's been occurring? Do you know what? It's been the uh, the rebirth. The Australian uh, rugby has risen from the ashes. The Phoenix has returned. Uh, some really good results over the last few weeks. But I think it'd be. Re- I think it's probably a bit pointless going game by game this week because I want to cut straight to the chase, Mister Rexworthy. As a Brumby's, as a Brumby's hard fan, how furious, angry, disappointed. What emotion are you coming with with the fact that the Brumbies were too arrogant to play their best team against a, uh, a fantastic force? So, uh, what are your emotions from that, mate? Is it arrogance? I don't know. I'm or, just or, uh, yeah. Look, uh, yeah, it's inflammatory. I can. I, yeah, it's arrogance. Sons of bitches. But it, it's disappointing as a fan. You know, you want to see the best players play. Mm. You want to get the comp off the ground. You got to let the best players play. That's always been the strategy. It's always been the structure of it. So when you see something like this, instantly you're just like, ah, shit. They were they were the last leg of a good multi I had going. Like I, the, the Tars, if you watch that fixture, I had them up by 12.5, the line, the win by 12.5, and they fucking they weren't until they were, you know. So I was pumped thinking the Brumbies, and then I saw the team that they picked, and I was like, oh, you sons of bitches. 
So there's that, there's that, there's that side of it. The other side's the um the it's not arrogance. It's probably more just lie just lying to yourself that you've got the team or these players are good enough to sort of get over the line. And I think the real narrative here is the Western Force aren't aren't a terrible team. No. They've, they're, they're a team to be reckoned with. And if you want the points out of this one, mate, you're going to have to front a full strength, huh? particularly in HBF Park. Mm. Yeah. And, and you know what? I just want to um, stoke the flames or stoke the fires even more. Is that really the Brumbies' chance of a Super Rugby title over, though? Because they're not winning twice in New Zealand now, surely. Well, I don't know. The, the comp's not over. There's games to be played. I know, and people always say, well, hang on a minute, you could play the Tars or beat them. So I understand that you could play an Aussie team in there and that, but then it's, you know, then you go into um, a, a big fixture, suddenly away at Crusaders and then obviously potentially away again at Chiefs or, or Crusaders again. Just just feels like, feels like they missed a trick here to not get yeah. that semi-final. And the, the truth of it is the Crusaders are coming home with a wet sail and they get the Tars and Canes, both games they should win because they're sort of going point for point right now. Um, and, and the Brumbies don't have as a friendly ride home. If you look no. at the guy, I think they've got the Chiefs and the Rebels, and we'll, we'll see. Look, you're expecting them to end three. Going over there and ring them twice definitely is not going to happen. Mm. But um, look, you're if right. it's any, if it's a year to beat a Kiwi team this year, yeah, maybe, maybe that's the thing. And we go in, you know, the fact that the Brumbies arrested their players last week, their key players. Means that this week in their game at, at GIO, they obviously play the Chiefs at home. Blockbuster game, obviously first v third. Ready? Maybe sell out. Maybe sell out. They said. Yeah, of one stand. Um, that will be uh, you know a litmus test uh, for them moving forward. And maybe it, maybe it was a right decision, but because they could have been in the force and then lost to the Chiefs, and we could have been in the same predicament. But um, I just didn't like it, and I understand that we're not in a centralized system per se. But it, it felt like we had to. It was like the Crusaders game earlier on. You had to meet the quota and you made your decision. And But I just thought it was a bad decision to choose this game because, again, um, the Western Force are no mugs. They're playing, especially, as you say, at home. They got some, they're, they're starting to build something there. And with the addition of the, uh, with you know, with the players that they've signed for next year, and they still actually, even after the Super Rugby season's finished, um, they got a few more games to play against the Cheaters and a few other uh, international sides. So, they're building, you know, um, they may be, I'm not saying they're going to be a threat next year or anything, but they're definitely better than what they have been over the last few years. So, uh, but seriously, just, who do you, who do you, you got to rest? Who did, what team do you rest against? You're a Rumbies fixture, you're a Rumbies coach rather, which fixture do you rest your players? Um, I rest them against Pacifica. I rest them against Drua. You uh, say that, but you're just as likely to lose, mate. That's a, it's just incorrect, mate. You reckon? Yeah. Like oh. an away game, I'm sorry, an away game in Perth. And look, it's it's situational because if I'm looking back through the fixtures, you know, it's easy to say Pacifica and, and, and the Drua, but the Brumbies didn't, uh, last time they played Drua was in round eight. And so they're probably, it's just where they're due, in inverted commas, due arrest, you know, now the fact yeah. that up to round 13 or 14 this weekend. So I'm out of touch. Looking at the last two weeks, I can see what you're saying. They've been a drubbing. But the week before, mate, Blues 31 to 30, they just got pipped the Pacifica. And then the Drua beat the Canes that same week. Yeah. Like, which is it? You know, which is it? 
Which is it is that we should go with frustration that the Brumbies are not second in the table and we're crowing on here saying that the fact that Australian rugby is getting better, the fact that the Tars are now moving in the right direction, they're beating the Australian teams, um, they're playing with a little bit more gusto um, and uh, maybe we're building to a crescendo with the Tars moving forward and we'd be sat on here eulogising, but it's just left a little bit of a bitter taste. Um, but yeah. that doesn't take away from the fact that the force, as I said, are building something and it's that old adage, when there's a favourite perceived favorite goes down and loses you always focus on their shortcomings rather than celebrating um the force which in this case i think we should be doing um yeah but talking about people that we should be celebrating i haven't actually spoken to you about this obviously because you've been uh scouting uh but obviously I mentioned the tars a minute ago michael hooper saying he's not going to play super rugby anymore and there was a comment this week that uh potentially playing sevens in um in the next world cup of paris in paris um, good idea or not? From him, uh, from his perspective and the team's perspective, what do you reckon? Michael Hooper in the sevens setup, is that what you're saying? Yeah, that was the that was the talk of the town I read this week. Well, I reckon he's an asset to any team that he goes to. You just question marks over fitness. You know, yeah. he's not a young, he's not a young gun, is what you primarily find there. And even if you take that away and be like, mate, he's super quick over 20s, the fittest dude in the field, mate, so is everyone else in that comp. Mm. You know what I mean? His strengths or perceived strengths in this 15-a-side game, which which are true, is just the minimum standard in that sort of format. And look, mate, we all know as you get older, those fast twitch or slow twitch, whatever they are, they they regress. I, I just don't know if it's in the cards. If uh, Unless you're going to do that like, um, what was that one team that got that English bloke? The Tars, that centre, that centre from Wales. Remember they got him and didn't play a fucking minute? You mean Jamie Roberts? Yeah. I'm uh, I'm out of touch, bro. I'm out of touch. I've been <laughs> cheering on Napoli, the soccer team. Winning it first time in 25 years. It was unreal. Were yeah. you actually in Naples at the time? At the time, yeah, when they clinched it. We were there that night. It <laughs> went. It was crazy. I'm just surprised you can remember it, man. Because that's... Look, so- soccer's heaps boring. There's no two ways about it. But it was cool. But anyway, yeah, unless he's going into that um that role, I don't really I don't really see it going anywhere. It's sad that he sort of put his hand up saying I'm done with super rugby. We can all we can all see it, respect it. Yeah, and he's just been in he's just been at the game a long time. And think how much rugby he has played, you know, in terms of like all year round with all the internationals and the the stresses and obviously we know he's had mental health con- uh, concerns before. He just needs that break. He just needs that little sojourn, that little that little uh, break away from the game and maybe going to play a bit of sevens is is uh, advantageous for him. But you're right. I don't think he's stepping into these and lose a yard. And it'd be interesting to see how much he slims down, though, because if he does play sevens, he'd have to lose quite a few kilos to... to oh, he's probably looking forward to that bit, too. Yeah, probably. And, and you got to think, his time in rugby, his time in rugby, is, is some of the statistically some of the worst rugby Australia's ever played, I imagine, right? From the results, you could argue that... The, Play style may have been a bit more expansive and one, but statistically, yeah, you would think so. You know, it's not been a not been a hugely successful time playing, which has been great from my point of view. I loved it, but um, yeah, not from his point of view though. No, not from his. No, right, he's done. He stood in some of the the toughest years. He stood there in this in the captain jersey, justifying. Nah, this year we're better. This coach is better. This, that, the other, and buying into it year after year. Do you know what's funny though? Interesting, and um, I'm being it, harsh. We did all right a few years in there. 
you know, it's it's. I know this is an obvious statement to make, but it was. It's interesting when you listen to him from um, you know after a Super Rugby game or even before, less before, definitely afterwards. He's a much more relaxed, jovial guy, um, and when he's in a Wallaby shirt, generally you've lost, which is unfortunate for you guys, but. There, there is a clear difference in personality, and he, and he takes it really personally and holds on to it. And that must be a really grinding, you know, really for him. So I'm not surprised he's he's uh, leaving the sport for a little bit and trying something different. But yeah, uh, it's interesting. It's unfortunate we talk about things that are different. Tom Robertson was was clearly on the up for the force. Um, he's out. He's out, mate, isn't he? And is, is that a big hit for the Wallabies? You reckon? Well, he's out for the World Cup. It's been confirmed. Yeah, correct. He's done. Um, look, any numbers or any succession line through in the prop position mm. is important, mm. right? Particularly in the global stage, mate. Games tend to, to really bolster around those set pieces. Um, and look, was he playing the best best rugby of his career down there and earning that jersey spot? There's an argument to be made. But look, all that aside, it was still too early to rule him out as a hot contestant. So it is. It's tragic. It's terrible news, particularly for him, mate. That's really hard to hear, four more years style. Yeah, I know. And again, I think, um, you know, he's, I don't want to call him a journeyman, but I'm going to say it to a point. You know, he's not really found a home. And I feel like he's, you know, he's found his home in, in Perth. He's the fact is he's playing good rugby. And it was a, the next progression for him to perform on the international stage. And that great depth would have been really beneficial for, for the Wallabies moving forward. So again, uh, um, it's a really sad time for him. But, Something that's not a sad time is uh, when you're overseas, what was the chat about Max Jorgensen and how he's playing at the moment? Uh, another really good game at the weekend. He showed his bit of class at times. Uh, what do you thought about him at the moment The uh, and the impact he's made? It's, it's just anything good comes off of him. Mm. Like that's it. He's a mismatch around the park. That's what they're saying over in Europe in multiple languages, actually. Yeah, are they can um, to Maradona in Naples. You know the impact that he's having. <laughs> I don't think that's a good uh, a comparison to have in his position. <laughs> <laughs> he was a pest in Naples, but they love him over there. God, they love they him. They love him. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he reminds me a bit of Kurtley Beale when he came on the scene. No, uh, if if anything, he's a bit better than Kurtley. What do you think about that statement? He's definitely, oh, okay, right. I'm going to be mindful of what I'm going to say because Kirtley was an amazing player. And I think Kirtley is more of a maverick and can do the unexpected. And you have moments of, oh my gosh, that's amazing in there, you know, with ball in hand. Um, I just think Jorgensen is better defensively, maybe not as much maverick style, plays a bit more structured style. But um, I just think that Kirtley was, was awesome. It was just when he first burst on the scene, he was electric. So I see the similarities, but. Um, you reckon Jorgensen's a bit more or a bit better of an all-round player? Yeah, I would say so. Both, both sides of the ball. Yes. Um, but let's be honest, if you if I wanted to go and watch a game, I'm just watching Curtly in those embryonic stages of his career was just he was just fantastic, you know. So took a little longer to find his feet from memory um than we're finding Jorgensen, who sort of come in and announced himself straight away, which came from the coach's mouth, mate. We didn't mean we didn't really intend to pick him, he picked himself. Because he's just a mismatch all over the field. He's the dude you go to. He definitely has those roller coaster moments where he shows his inexperience and he's going to continue to have those peaks and troughs. But he does have more peaks than troughs at the moment. And that's exciting moving forward. Um, you just hope that it was just that moment at the weekend where um, 
Um, the guy who just looked at him, there's a hundred over a hundred kilo guy looking at him and there wasn't much space. And he was like, I'm going to run over you. And he just dumped him into touch. And it was like, yeah, that's, that's, you know, that's, that's right. Yeah, people. absolutely. Um, so there's lots of, uh, lots of strengths at the moment and lots of things going good at the moment with, with Australian rugby, which is really good. And, and I think he's, he's one of them. And I think, I think people can uh, grab onto him and it puts, it puts Eddie in a bit of a position there, doesn't it? It does. He loves a boulder, though, doesn't he? He loves a. We've always talked about him loving just that that random selection, and we thought Max Jorgensen might have been. But, the... but this this wouldn't be random. That's the point. I was going to say I don't think it's random anymore. Yeah, so he's not going to get picked. No, he's not. <laughs> he doesn't mind picking a young kid too. Uh, um, I think that he's not going to play for the Wallabies. I don't think he's been playing fifteen, obviously. And Tom Wright's been playing fifteen. And as much as Tom Wright as is also has his moments of ups and downs. Yeah, he really does, particularly in a gold jersey, mate. Absolutely. He's going to don that 15 jersey and if not, Callaway or shift into the 15. So he's not going to make the Wallabies yet, but he'll make the uh, the starting uh, 15 or 23, but he'll make that squad. I think it'd be really good for him. And, you know, what's good for Australia too is like Rodder as well, you know, coming back and, and adding to those depths of, uh, of second rows as well. You know, gone are the years of the second row being a dearth of talent. There's such a, a breadth of talent right now in that in um, in, in the lock position, I would say. One of the yeah, stuff. there is. When you when you welcome um cats from overseas back into this squad though, it's not as smooth of a transition as you would expect. Mm. True. I mean, camp's important, but still when you go to game day and stuff, it does take I don't know what it is, but it always just takes them a little bit more time than you'd think to sort of nestle back into the pace, whether it's the pacing, whether it's the systems, the schematics, just doesn't seem to gel instantly there's always growing pains there and look we don't have time up our sleeve man so i with bated breath mm. you know with bated breath I don't... talking about bated breath would you uh and the segue is to, to will scout obviously la rochelle beat leinster over the weekend i don't know if you managed to watch the game and was he like man of the match and everything i don't think he was man of the match and please i'm going to check it now whilst i talk but 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 yeah. the gist of it he played exceptional right mm. Very, very well, yeah. Um, and then you get him over here in a gold, and he plays well. But all of this chat and all these articles you read about his form, yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I don't see it in a gold either. You know, that's the problem. Like, um, um, I think I said in a couple of podcasts ago, like even on that European tour last year, maybe there was an issue with uh, not getting used to choose your language, the systems um, in place. But he just didn't. He just didn't didn't really fit as well as I thought. But saying that, coming off the bench with 20, 30 to go, how destructive he he could be, you know, in that in that gold shirt. And and he is playing well at the moment. So I will have to see. But does he take up one of those spots? I'm not sure. You know, he Well, offered... I, I reckon Eddie'd be licking his lips, mate. He's probably wanted to have a player like this or this particular player for as long as he can remember. And if there's a dude who could probably get in his ear and niggle and get him in shape or playing a certain role or playing an exact role that he wants him to do. Mm. He's the dude, particularly short term. Yeah, no, definitely. And and I think for him, you know, he, he talked about, I saw an article, he talked about that uh, Ronan O'Gara, you know, talked about instilling belief in us and he clearly wants to play for Ronan O'Gara. I think Eddie, you could see Eddie doing the same thing, you know, empowering him and, you know, using the motivation of whatever it might be to get him to play to his best form. So exciting times for uh, for him to come back into the into the system as well. But it's a shame. I understand he's earning a lot of money playing well overseas, but 
I think it's the mystery as well. I don't watch enough of the French rugby, but it's that mystery. You know, is he actually awesome all the time, or is it just in peaks and troughs again? But I don't yeah, know. yeah, we'll see. I so tell you, you know what's not bullshit is I did come across a few Irish people overseas, legitimately, and this might be the pommy pessimism, but they legitimately don't think they're much in with a shot at this World Cup, despite winning the Six Nations. They legitimately just don't. Nah, nah, not really, not at all. Yeah, but mate, I think I've said this on here before. It's the the English or British phrase. It's the hope that kills you. And I think when you go into it and you think that you've got a chance and when it doesn't eventuate, it hurts more. So you play, it's that pessimism, you play it, play it down. And I think that we've heard the narrative enough times over the years that you've got to be on the right side of the draw. And unfortunately, Ireland are not on the right side of the draw. You know, because in their group, they've got South Africa in their group, they've got Scotland in their group, uh, which are no mugs. And uh, Pool A, which is they're in Pool B and Pool A, there's New Zealand, there's France. So whatever happens within the first, you know, few stages, they're going to, they could end up losing. They could end up finish losing to South Africa, which is very plausible, and then um, playing France in the next round, you know, or the other way, they beat South Africa and that's their like, cup final in inverted commas to get out of the group and then they play New Zealand in the next round yeah it's very difficult you know I'm not saying they can't do it they could back it up and beat South Africa and then beat France I'm not saying they can't but that is a that's a that's two world cup finals in inverted commas pretty much to, uh, and we're not even that's only the quarterfinals um and yeah. then semi-finals and go so I think it's the Irish or the British mentality English mentality Welsh to just play yourself down and then just hope for the best Mate, I can't, I can't wait for that World Cup. Yeah, I, I can't either. You know, the, you know, the, the partisan nature of the crowd, you know, uh, particularly in, you know, obviously Southern France, the rugby is adored and loved, but then the, all the fans going over there, just the, uh, as I said, the partisan atmosphere, it's going to be amazing. Um, it's yeah. a well for us, but uh, that's was, what i mean i'm trying to think about how i'm going to play it do i get up for all of them do i select come up with a schedule which day am i taking off work you all of it comes into consideration <laughs> well first and foremost you would never take a day off work um for obviously a game of rugby because you obviously you know uh, the kids come first in your obviously line of work but um let's let's have a look the games are on at six o'clock in the morning most times mate that's very early um but it's achievable so watch at six be done by eight you know teach by eight forty-five. you're good mate <laughs> or you get in early you set the projector up in the hall get the full 180 inch projection surround sound going that's what i was thinking about doing yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. Set it up in the hall, you know, fully open the doors, try to create the culture. Expect That's it, eh? Get hordes of kids to come in and watch the Wallabies. You, you undo the lock and you go, here we go. This is the moment that rugby's going to build. You open the doors, and there's no fucking kid there. <laughs> there's not a kid there. No one in sight. You do all the campaigning for spend a gold for the gold, whatever you got, some slogan. No one comes, mate. No, no one's coming, mate. Like, ah, all right, okay. Maybe next, maybe, maybe in a couple of days' time, guys. Maybe, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. What we um, no, but yeah, the World Cup will be uh, will be pretty awesome, mate. Looking forward to it. Um, yeah, again, I expect England to do poorly, and you, you and Blake to razz me on it for months. So, looking forward. Yeah, it's not looking good for you. But look, Super Rugby winding down. We'll project into next week, project into the end of the comp, who your, who your tips are, your final, how 
good does this team do? And then um, and then we'll we'll get into it. All right, let's just go. Quick. So we got uh, yeah, yeah, Highlanders Reds to start us off. It's in Dunedin, isn't it? Um, I don't have the fixtures in front of me, but I believe it's in Dunedin. It is. You're right, sir. It's the 5 p.m. game. Oh, nice. Um, difficult place to go. Um, I just fancy that. I know this is blasphemy, but I just I just fancy the Highlanders. I know they've not been playing great, but um, the, the Reds were okay at the weekend. And obviously, I know they won in New Zealand a couple of weeks ago, but they showed heart and great defence. But I just think this is um, another game that they will lose, unfortunately. Yeah, the Reds, mate, they were always in it, but like they just the counterpunch. They mm-hmm. they'd they'd score a try, they'd be back in with a chance, and then the blues would be over within seconds of scoring. Yeah, absolutely. And then that's so debilitating as a player, and for it to happen as many times as it did, makes mm-hmm. it really difficult. Yeah, no, and um you know playing without the ball is very hard. And I, we felt like they played very well without the ball the previous week. And then to just be cut through like tissue paper at times was was felt like a backward step. But talking of backward steps, I think the Rebels in the second half take huge steps backwards. Um, are they going to beat the force this weekend or not? What do you reckon? I, I reckon the Rebels are a decent team. I reckon they're going to get the force at home here. I don't know the four one one on Carter Gordon's. Is it an injury, Scott Richard? Do you know? Um, I think so, but I'm just going to look it up now so we don't look like idiots. Ah, it's too late for that. We're already idiots. But look, I've got them winning this one. They're fairly heavy favourites. Looking at the punting sites, um, but see- is this a fixture to get up for? Is that's the real question? Is it a fixture to get up for? Um, well, first of all, if you're not up by 7.30 in the evening, Jim, that's a bit <laughs> um, No, it's 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 a kind of, this is a harsh reality of this. Look, the, the competition has been much better over the last few weeks. It's been a bit, bit more unpredictable. And there's been some results where even within the last 10, even with, with the favourites come out, there's been teams in the fight and you and they felt like the games have mattered. Um, yeah. Being rude right now in this, but if you look at the fixtures now, um, you've got the Rebels in the in 11th, then you've got the Force in 8th. Now, the Force really need to win this to keep their place in the top 8. Um, obviously, they're 8th at the moment. So, it, I feel like it means more to them. Um, and as a result, maybe they will nick it. So, all, all, all things um, should be the Rebels because I've been high on the Rebels before, but not being able to play in the second half and not follow through and the fact it means potentially more in inverted commerce to the Force, I'm going to go with the Force. Yeah. All right. I like that. We'll see where we land and we'll come and bash heads when we do the pod next week. Fiji and Rua and the Pacifica. Yeah, it's a, a what a great fixture, you know, just to see um, both Pacific Island nations playing against each other. Uh, I think do you remember this battle in uh, in round one? You remember this one? 36-34 to Fiji, but it was an electric, electric sort of finish. I can't remember the finish, but I remember it was a it was a it was a close game, um, and the fact is that, that you know we've got another another round of this. Just it's just exciting, and the fact it's in Fiji as well at um, Lawatoka in Fiji is just continues to I love I love that part of it. It's not just in some random um, Kiwi ground. So I'm um, hopefully. Yeah. It'll be- Hopefully it's a smacker, but it's got the juror dollar oh eight mate. Pacifica is seven dollars fifty. And, 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 and you know what? It's it's a it's a bigger conversation. But I saw an article the other day, and the, the name um, I can't remember the name at the moment. But Moana Pacifica's best player over the last few weeks, who's as I say, I can't remember his name at the moment, is signed to go to the Crusaders next year. Is that right? That's a good pick then. 
Um, I, he's still playing, I imagine, at the moment. But my point is, I hope that this is that's not a trend, and the Pacifica become a feeder club or a, yeah, yeah, that's a good call, good shout. So, um, ah, bastards. Only, and then so maybe it's an isolated incident, and it's only one. But he has a, had a very good season. But um, yeah, let's go with the Drua this week. Oh, good, that's good news for that kid, though. Individually, mm. awesome. Yeah, big absolutely. picture. What dicks? Yeah, completely. <laughs> um, the game of the round is definitely not. Is it? Nah, not for me. Satyrs, Tars. Yeah, it's definitely the Brumbies Chiefs is the game of the round. But we're yeah, Satyrs, um, all the talk is clearly yeah, the Tars are going to overcome a nineteen-year hoodoo. No, they're not. They're going to lose. Move on. Absolutely, love- they're going to lose. The Crusaders uh-huh. typically form late. One of the best teams playing. Yeah, and they've already lost to the Reds this year, wasn't it? They're definitely not losing to the Tars and the Reds in the same season. So, no. um, yeah. Blues, Blues, Canes. Now, for the Tars to finish in the top four, this needs to finish. They need to beat the Satyrs and this to finish a draw. So, don't think that's going to happen. Nah. But who are you going? Who are you picking with in the Blues, Canes at the moment? Because neither of them have. Um, you know, the Crusaders-Blues game was a good game the other week and it was a tight contest, but I don't think either of them have fully hit their straps. They're better than everybody. Like, that top five, they're better than everybody else. Don't get me wrong. That top yeah. Five. I think it's a toss of a coin, this one. Um, and so I'll just go with the home team. Let's go with the Blues. Yeah, Eden Park's a tough one. Um, look, I, I'm leaning Blues, even though, you know, they weren't convincing last week, were they? But they just have the individual talent. You know, the the Canes are, you know, they've won some rugby, but they're, they're sort of out of out of touch and out of form when coming against Kiwi teams. Mm. Um, so I'm going to go to the Blues here. I think there's more on the line for the Blues than the Canes. Yeah. Um, what about uh, who's, who's, who's left, Jim? Who's next? Because the reality is, mate, the Blues, the Brumbies could in, end up fourth here. They absolutely could. And yeah. Then, I mean, that result matters. The, Brum- the Brumbies must win. Like, oh, just stuffed. Oh, it makes me angry when I talk about it. Like, if they actually, um, you know, again, it goes back to that point. If they'd have beaten the force, they had a little bit more of a wiggle room. And now they don't. They have zero wiggle room whatsoever. Zero. But, but a game like that, does it inform their off-season? Are they now like, all right, Deb is probably not going to be the future? No. I mean, granted, that I'm doomsdaying. Mm. But, um, you know, is that part of the the strategy? Um, I don't think so, but you never know. No, you never know. All right, cool. After that, we've got the, yeah, it's the Brumbies Chiefs, mate. The, the Crusaders didn't lose to the Reds, did they? The, the, the uh, Chiefs lost to the Reds the other week. So before. Yeah, anyone, that's right. Before anyone tells me I'm wrong, I apologize. Nah, Twitter's already blowing up, mate. Sorry. That's true. Let's blame it on Blake. Blake, what do you get? Blake. False information, mate. He's <laughs> texting through fake news. Yeah, what are you doing, man? Claiming you're sick, but you're just trying to set me up for failure, bastard. Um, <laughs> what else we got? What's the? I think he might be even starting a rogue pod. A rogue pod. He's going sideways. Blake just doing his own thing. No one's listening, mate. Can you imagine Blake in an echo chamber? Just... Can you imagine it? <laughs> He'd argue with himself too, as well. Uh, yeah, until he wins. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that'd be good to tune into. Oh, maybe that's the side pod we could do. Uh, or he could do. That'd be nice. Right. Oh, people would tune in. It'd be hilarious. That's what it would be. Patreon service. Blake in an echo. <laughs> yeah, Patreon. Blake in an echo chamber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
uh, particularly after a loss. Oh, well, that's a what carded I'm... loss. <laughs> yeah, there's been a red card in the first five minutes, and uh, it was definitely he shouldn't have been. Yeah, there you go. Tune in. <laughs> Tune into the 95 minute pot of just like no ads. <laughs> oh dear, that'd be funny. All right. <laughs> Last game of the round, I believe it is, is the Brumbies Chiefs. Uh, where are you going with this, mate? Uh, I'm going Brumbies. Look, I know um the odds are against me, but at home, all to play for. It is essentially a must win. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust the boys until they don't. And did you not watch last week, man? Just, you know, you said they'd trust the boys until they don't. Yeah. They're fresh. They're fresh. All right. Well, I'm gonna. Uh, I'll go with you. Go the ponies. Um, right. You know, in the in the sellout, you told me the sellout of GIO Stadium. Absolutely, you know, in with the pyrotechnics that before game and after game, celebrating the huge win. Um, also, expect them to lose, but let's go with the Brumbies too. Get them down there. Um, who's your quick before we go? Who do you project to win the whole comp? You what? Sorry, project to win the whole comp. I mean, I'm boring. I can't look past the Crusaders. I just feel like they're going to build and they're built to that crescendo at the end of the end of the season. I'm going Chiefs here. They're, they've got, After they've, I've just tipped them to lose against the Brumbies. Crazy, man. Think what you're doing. Come on. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. I know you are. The fact that they've had injuries throughout the year and they're just going to build and build. And look, part of me hates that because it's like Man City winning the Premier League all the time or, um, you know, but they're just too good and they've got systems in place. But I am hope I'm wrong because the Chiefs have played such good rugby this year and I don't want them to to, to go out early. But uh, before we finish... Um, mm-hmm. I just want to mention, we mentioned on the last pod, but um, Shannon Parry played her last um, game of rugby this weekend, um, or last weekend, should I say. Um, it was great to see the Fijiana, uh, the Fiji play, sorry, the Wallaroos at the weekend. Obviously, Australia came away with a victory. There's some, some really good rugby played in the in um, in the women's test in the Wallaroos game. Uh, but again, Shannon Parry, what a great way for her to, Parry to go out, sorry, should I say, on, on a high, so... Um, kudos to her and uh, hopefully she has a she has a great career because she did so much for, for obviously the rugby with the uh with the sevens as well gold medalist so um yeah shannon parry great career and you know, she gave us an interview back in the day blake did drop that in the last party she just said just to let you know i'd interviewed her so um of course yeah, he did, yeah of course he did um but yeah and it was, it was great to see. i can't i can't stop thinking about that echo chamber man no, you're definitely gonna do it let's, let's just say that. <laughs> be our most listened to podcast uh, wouldn't it be <laughs> um, yeah no nah, well said though richard well said yeah no um all right guys thank you so much for listening today uh, apologies for last week we did do a podcast but there were some technical issues um and uh, yeah um hopefully we'll have a great weekend of rugby all right thanks guys go get them <laughs>